0: Welcome to Holy Cray Podcast, your dose of holistic healing. I am your host, Cray, giving you a platform where you can speak your truth, be authentic of your own self, no judgment, but love and belongingness and sense of gratitude. Let's all grow together, not only physically, but inwardly. This platform encourages you to really explore that healing within embodying your authenticity. And as we all heal together, we collectively heal our generation ahead of us. May this platform fill up your soul's desire. Gratefully, Cray. Hi everyone, welcome to Holy Cray's podcast, your dose of holistic healing. Thank you so much for being here today because this episode is so special for me. One of my mentors is with us today, and she's a modern medicine woman who has been empowering so many women for decades. She's a spiritual teacher, a coach, and a shamanic practitioner, and an intuitive healing guide. One thing, or one of the so many things that I love about our guest is her genuine care to support women who needed to be heard, who are in dire of safe space to heal, and who are finding your truest self and raised her voice to finally embody that powerful and radiant woman. She created Rise as she a beautiful sisterhood circle, whereas a safe space for you to be mentored by her and to help you to go over those old patterns, your karmic ties or your shadows from your past childhood traumas, and relationship breakups, health issues, or any of that self-worth that we are looking for. She's one of the people who helped me transform my old thought patterns or behaviors to embody them as my powerful truth of who I truly am. In this episode, we'll be learning all about how can we harness that truth that we've been suppressing for so long, and how can we find our truest self through the five pillars of Rice She? What is shamanic drum journey all about, and how can we connect with our ancestors? to fully be guided in this lifetime. And how can you harness that truth or love or honor your moon medicine or your sun medicine? In this episode, there's a lot of wisdom to be reckoned with. So I hope that this episode serves you as much as it did for me. It's a lot of confirmation and a lot of empowering words from our guest, I also encourage you to listen till the end so you can get the free shamanic drum ceremony or journey on March 25th from 6 p.m. PSD to 8 p.m. PSD. So tune in till the end to know how to access this free event for you that our guest offered for us. So without further ado, let's all sit back and relax and listen to
1: Sand Science. Thank you, Cray. It's um I feel so blessed to be here. Thank you for inviting me onto your podcast. Um, true soul sister that you are. And thank you for all the beautiful work that you're doing in the world. May she grow as wide as a reach as she can as the albatross um in the sky. So um thank you for being here. Um, for, for you being here, for me being here <laughs> with you. Um In a way of introducing myself, as you've said, my name is Sam Symes. I am noted as a modern medicine woman, a shamanic practitioner of over 20 years, women's empowerment leader for over 30 years, 30, 35 years. And that's where I've supported women um, the most in the 35 years of my life. I'm a former social worker. Um, I'm a mother, a wife, a grandmother and an intuitive guide. (laughs) And I'm very, very happy to be here.
0: I am so honored, really honored, and you've been such a great influence and huge impact in my journey in my self-healing. And when I met you, it was during the time before pandemic happened. My first ever session was a shamanic journey with you. And it was a profound experience. And I felt like it was a scratch in the surface of my shadow work, my inner work. And I would love for us to talk about that. And could you please tell us a little bit more what is the shamanic practices and you being a shamanic practitioner, and you said you've been doing this for quite some time. It would be really great for people who are seeking to connect with their
1: ancestors to know about this practice that you have been doing? <laughs> Thank you. Um, well, as, as I said, it started over 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. And in fact, you know, there's a beautiful there's a beautiful thread throughout uh, shamanic practices,
0: mm-hmm. which
1: which says every one of us practices shamanism to, to you know ha, you know is a is a shamanic practitioner. And here's why: if you've ever looked at a sunset and be moved to your core, then you are acknowledging that there is a living, breathing entity that is um, beyond the 3D world that we normally see through our eyes or ear, or hear through our ears. So sh- for a shamanic practitioner to kind of, uh, kind of claim that title, so to speak, is, is you become one with all aspects of life on this earth. Yeah. You become one with the globe, you become one with Mother Earth, you become one with the wind and the, the yeah. rain and the sunshine. You you live a, a life, the shamanic practitioner lives life on this earth interconnected with all of life. Yeah. So so to me, you don't have to have, have trained in shamanic practices, you don't have even had to, to, to take in a, a workshop or a course. Mm-hmm. You just you just you just are connected and tapped in to a a, a bigger aspect of self, a bigger aspect yeah. of yourself, ourself. Um, so, to me, there is there are millions of shamanic practitioners around yeah. this with, with this world, and and hundreds of thousands of them wouldn't even wouldn't even use that those words, mm-hmm. because we we tend to be scared by the word of, of shamanism or shaman, right. and so we shy away from that. So I, I would like to address that point, if I could, in in, in this podcast, Cray, where it's mm-hmm. um for a for a shaman to be fully um the sovereign of the of the name to be a shaman, it's a birthright. It comes, it tends right. to come in a lineage. So your mother or your father would have been a shaman of the village or the tribe, your right. grandmother or grandfather would have been. The shaman of the tribe. So there's a there's a matriarchal or patriarchal line mm-hmm. of, of family that comes through to, 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 to call yourself a, a shaman. Mm-hmm. Um in some cases there there can be an adopted um healer, adopted shaman. And shaman means a couple of things. Right. One, it's been it's a gifted healer that is able to go into the darkness. And find aspects of your soul mm-hmm. and help you to retrieve aspects of your soul, like a soul retrieval. Right. Um, and come and, and it has the ability to go into the dark, see in the dark, and come back safely from the dark and be able to give you information that can help you in your life right now. Right. So it's a very practical um tool that the 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 healing shaman is is is, a, is, a, is 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 you know they we can elevate them sometimes in in this place of because we don't understand but that elevation is ba- is on legs of a very practical um support infrastructure mm-hmm. you so the shaman is also the healer of the village so if you were mm-hmm. sick um you know back in the day we didn't have hospitals or or right you know, pharmaceutical, um, yes. um, all of that, of course, and, mm-hmm. and don't get me re- don't get me started on that because I've got strong opinions about that as well. <laughs> but you, you, but you would go to to the shaman because they were the healer, and they could see through the through the eyes of a shaman, they could see the energetic body that you were to see where you were carrying some form of dis-ease or discomfort yeah. or or dis so it's anything that is an imbalance shaman can see where the imbalances are with mm-hmm. with a, a person and and help them to get back to regain balance right. and equanimity and um, back into the physical body mental body emotional body and spiritual body so that in essence uh, is a little bit of of um, what the difference is yeah
0: Uh, it actually hits everything that I went through with you as well with your mentorship and with your guidance like you've mentioned it hits different aspects of our our of our whole being it's very holistic and I felt that was one of the major thing that helped me to propel into this becoming of using my voice my authentic voice I've addressed a couple of inner shadows that it was suppressed for a while and I I totally agree that we will go back or deeper into our dark side or our shadows or our past and we rekindle and and connect with that and fix everything and, and in a manner where it's very dynamic and coming back to the equanimity and alignment of our being and i i felt that because i i went through that with you with the rise of she group where you are empowering so many women till this day and i am so honored to be part of it from the beginning and it's been such a great journey so i really appreciate that just i'm so curious how did it all start for you like how did this spiritual journey and you now empowering so many women building rises she from the middle of pande- pandemic so it's it's so wonderful to see being able to be guided by a person who is so genuinely who genuinely cares for women to be on their most authentic self I'd love to know how did it all start what was the aha moment for you because i'm pretty sure every guru out there had that aha moment
1: yes and i guess in for some. No, and and i i am i really am not a guru you are your own guru so i yes. don't hold any title yes. like that at all mm-hmm. um, and and for the for the record i'm not a shaman i am a shamanic mm-hmm. practitioner mm-hmm. um so just to, to make sure that that's clear um mm-hmm. the journey for me Crane, and i feel i feel that um we're all different right because mm-hmm. this is a benevolent universe that this that mm-hmm. uh, this we and, and we are soul first. Um, we are we are spirit made flesh. So just you know right. that 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 saying and and we are soul first. That that chose as a soul. This is this is my beliefs. This is my this is my, my my map of the world. That we are soul first, and we chose to come back here on on planet Earth, which which is a school. It's a school of learning. It's mm-hmm. a school of philosophy. Yeah. It's a school of it's it, it's it, to me. Our life is a vision quest. Mm-hmm. Our life is a soul retrieval. Our mm-hmm. life is, you know, finding those places inside ourselves that are the darker sides. You know, the the shadow sides that I call our moon medicines. So it's right. all the medicines that that um, you know I call them sun medicines and moon medicines. And we, I I believe very very um, strongly, and I'll, I'll share some of the experience of why. Why that belief has been validated over and over and over again in my life, um, that we're here to find those aspects of self, mm-hmm. all aspects, mm-hmm. the good, the bad, and the ugly, so to speak. You know, right. there's nothing good and really, and there's nothing bad, and there's certainly nothing ugly. But we as human beings, we put things into compartments and do, du- you know, have it as That's a duality. Right. We say, This is good, this is bad, this is light, this is dark. And there's nothing wrong with that. That is part of our journey to be able to differentiate, to get to know thyself. And to Mm -hmm. me, a soul on this earth right now is we are getting to know the deeper truth of who we really are, but even more a stretch of the imagination, what Mm -hmm. we really are. Because if we that we're just human and we're just you know this skin and bone this skin and bone this body will take its last breath at some point Mm -hmm. and then it will go back to the earth you know in in some shape or form sacred reciprocity and there's been so much research you know so so much research now that that is is proving you know almost there's a beautiful research that weighs the body and the body is a lighter weight between two and three pounds when the body takes its last breath like there's a because the soul leaves the body, that aspect of soul leaves right. the body, goes back to wherever we want to believe soul goes back to yeah. and the journey continues and and for me, if my belief is that we come back if we if we need to have more lessons, Need to find more of a, a retrieval of who we are. Get get another opportunity, another another shot at coming yeah. back down here on this earth to yeah. get to you know get closer and closer to the deepest core truth mm-hmm. that we are soul. We are aspects of God of the universe, um, a spark of God. And 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 if the word God doesn't work for some people, some of the listeners, that's okay. Change mm-hmm. it to universe or life or divine. Mm-hmm. Um, that we are a spark of the divine. So for me, coming down onto this earth, I started to see some of my soul contracts um, very early on. And one of the most powerful, and certainly the most, the, the primary one was a soul contract that I had with my dad. Um, as a little girl, around yeah. um, about the age of four or five, I was able to see energies around people. <sighs> or in a room or in a home and I was little so I didn't think that anybody else couldn't see what I could see because I didn't yeah. have that kind of um understanding at, the, at that time at that age of course and then at seven years old I had an experience where I was um playing outside with my my girlfriend mm-hmm. um And we were playing in the streets and we were actually playing, running through the the washing lines because all the it was a beautiful, what my mum would call a washing day. So all the sheets, all these, the sheets of the beds were on the lines in the the back streets. And we were just running through these sheets (laughs) and having so much fun and laughing and giggling. And then this little boy joined us and he was playing with us and he was Mm -hmm. laughing and giggling. And then her mum called us in for, for, for dinner. And as we came in, I said, who was the little boy that we were playing with? Yeah. Um, and Barbara, my friend, she said, what little boy? I said, the little boy we were playing with. And she said, I don't, you know, there was no little boy. And we were seven, you know, so she got a little oh. bit indignant. There's no little boy. And in my seven-year-old indignation, I remember kind of, yeah. you know, having my, fi- you know, my fists in my hand. And I was like, the little boy who had. Mm-hmm. And then I described the clothes he was wearing. Yeah. And the next thing, her mum um, dragged me off my chair, dragged me all the way home, about twelve streets home to my mum and dad's house, yeah. and accused me of going into her personal things because I no, I was seven that her son had died in those clothes that I described. So, oh so I got God. yeah, so I had some adversities. So my my dad was my first you know incredible uh, sacred contract. And I, you know, I was, uh, I got a beating from my dad, because they thought I'd gone through the personal things. So what I understood in my later years was, if spirit comes to you in that way, as a seer, Mm -hmm. if your life is in danger, or, you know, threatened in any way like that, then it gets shut down. So Mm -hmm. my world got shut down from that experience. And I forgot about it, you know, I totally forgot, I was seven years old. Mm -hmm. And then, when I was 29, it opened up like hugely and I was on a beach in South Africa mm-hmm. and I was walking on on this beach and I was uh, walking up and down the beach with just saying out loud the Saint Francis prayer, please let me be an instrument of your you know of, of, of you God, you know, let me be an instrument of thy peace and this energy came, came onto the beach, came through my body, such a heavy energy. I was literally I was, I was sent to my knee. In fact, I was sent to my knees first and then I couldn't, I couldn't, I I was lay on the beach. And this voice, this strong voice said, Are you sure? And in that moment, I I I I kid you not, every cell in my body was screaming, no, I'm not right, because I was that part of me all those pieces of me which was all my ego all the illusion all my personalities everything I thought myself to be was screaming no yeah this little bubble like a like a little bubble and I could feel it coming through the space Mm -hmm. if I if I sand could have got that bubble which was which was I knew was going to say yes (laughs) to this hugely powerful moment of, of 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 reckoning that I would have, I'd have cut it out, stabbed it, you know, killed it, stuffed it in the sand, drowned it. I'd have done anything to stop that little bubble. And before I knew it, I was lay on on this, literally on the sand, um, and this bubble from the back of my throat, from the deepest place of my being, bubbled. And it went yes. And if and I remember putting my hands over my mouth because I didn't want to kind of you know have that word yes because because I was terrified. It yeah. was a moment of reckoning. And then from that moment for the next five years, every night for five years, I was visited by beings in my bedroom every night. Mm. My daughter was so scared. She wouldn't come into my bedroom anymore at nighttime because she she thought it, I was gonna be on a ceiling like a, you know, a horror film or something. And she could hear me speaking to these beings. And I couldn't hear a word they said. Um, I, I saw them and I used, and then, and then after a time, it, first of all, it started with one and then it was like three and then it was eight and then it was 15 mm-hmm. and over five years, it was hundreds of thousands and mm-hmm. these beings, and I was, I used to throw my, you know, my pillar off my bed at them or my, my, you know, my, a, a shoe or a book or something mm-hmm. and used to shout at them and say, why are you here? when you're not talking to me, I can't hear you, you're not speaking to me, so why why do you keep coming if you're not talking to me? And then years later, I realized the ignorance and and naivety and the arrogance of that. I was blaming them because I couldn't hear them, but the work was going to be done with me so that I could open up a piece of me that could hear what was being said. So those beings that came forward um, all those years ago, which was now 27 years ago, um, those beings were my ancestors and then the collective ancestors of this, of our humanity or many of the collective from our humanity who were saying, your work is with ancestors. Your work is, is to help people understand why we're here, um, because we we want to have more people on this earth to understand what what ancestors really are, who we are, and how we we're here to guide our humanity from a different trajectory than you're all heading in, and move you in a different in you know in a different trajectory. That there is a wisdom and a guidance here, and one of the portals that can be open to the human part of us, the you know the human part of sand, is. You know that you have ancestors, and you yep. think that your ancestors, you know, are bad, or they were poor, or they weren't very kind. And you have all these stories about your ancestors. And we're here to tell you that that experience is only when they were in, when when they were walking on this earth. But as soon as we leave this earth, some part of us, as the ancestors, that return. We are, we are with cosmic beings. We're with the intelligence of the universe. That are all here. There are so many souls here that are, 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 are praying for you and guiding you. This is a benevolent universe. And we want you to know we exist. We want you to know we're here to help. We want you to know that we're here to guide you. And we are not fully the, the complete ancestor that we once were in mm-hmm. the flesh. The wisdom stays behind. Yes. You know, so. Uh, that's a long way and so my journey from 27 years ago when it went you know when i was 29 and 56 now whatever the math is there 27 <laughs> years ago. Um, that has been my journey for the last 27 years.
0: It's really powerful and it sounds so transcending like Mm. you've ever since you found your connection with your ancestor it just went way up there and you're fulfilling I feel like that's your purpose and you're living up to it until this day serving women serving souls helping them connecting with ancestors And and I think that's what I've done with you and connecting with my grandma personally and And also seeing her with peace and praying for her more with her help. Honestly, I'm feeling all the emotions from that day when I saw her during the shamanic practice or the journey that we did at one point. It was intense emotion and it's joy or overwhelming. It's, It's just a lot of mixed emotions. But till this day, I pray for her. I connect with her. And you're right, they're here to help us, they're here to guide us, and they have full of wisdom. Every day I learn new things about myself, every day I find who I truly am. The more I connect, the more I connect within, the more I connect with the spirit of who I am, the more I feel so empowered, empowered in a sense that you're right, we're all connected and that's what I love about your teachings, about what you carry and rise as she too. So I keep saying this, This it's been such a fulfilling journey. And I cannot express how much this is so beneficial for everyone else. And they, they can benefit from this group, from you, from your guidance. And I'm so grateful for that. Hey, wow. Like when you were just talking about that, <laughs> I was just feeling goosebumps when you felt that energy. Because I felt like at some point when I was younger, um, I've seen, I've felt something too, but I never really conformed to it because of the fear of the unknown mm-hmm. and now you're going back to that now and I realize there are things back then that people can't really understand and you're right you're going to be shut down mm-hmm. for something that is so unusual and a lot of fear that would come up to someone mm-hmm. and I, I think I've had it with my voice as well mm-hmm. now going back to I feel like you've run through the benefits of, of this journey uh, and also your purpose can you Tell us about more, since I've mentioned about the Rise of She, the five pillars of Rise of She and why are they so vital for women's well-being in this modern day time? And this now, you know, a huge shift happened for the past year. And I would love to know and for you to expound more of that so people could understand what is Rise As She all about?
1: Thank you, Craig. Um, um, I'll start with the, the, the Rise of She is built on five pillars. And these five pillars, we didn't sit around a, a boardroom kind of, you know, situation and say, no. what could our mission statement be? What is our vision? Yeah. And we don't do that in Rise of Shi. How can we, when we're, you know, we, we tap into the unseen realms and shamanic practices. So it was a lot of drumming. I drum a, a lot in my shamanic practices. And when I drum, it helps me that the sound of the drum is 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 the sound of the heartbeat um mm. and that the drum is, is is the drum tends to be called the shaman's horse mm. where the drum beat takes you on a horse ride on a on a journey into something else to to, right. to, try, you know, to ask for guidance and wisdom so the drum is is you know one of the phrases that the drum is known in a shamanic practices a practitioner's life is is um the shaman's horse so yeah. um um so we we did a lot of drumming we did a we did a lot of shamanic journeying um and again you don't have to be a shaman to a shamanic journey a shamanic journey just by definition is is to the traditional way is to to journey um into the unseen realms with the sound of a drum and mm. the drum because of it, the ancientness of the sound of the drum will connect you with the ancientness and of um of this infinite you know universe yeah. not that the actual the universe i'm just going to nudge now from my uh, uh, spirit guide saying the universe isn't ancient. The universe just is. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Take that to me sometimes, and, and let me know if I'm saying something incorrectly. And so the five pillars of writers, she came. I want to say they came from the earth. The five pillars came from the ancestral wisdom. They came from the journeys. They came from our prayers. They came from this benevolent universe. So um, we didn't pluck them out, as I said, just to sit around a table. They they started to emerge. And the first two or three came through and then it was a while before the fourth one came and, and then the fifth one came. So the first one that came without question was to understand and master your medicines and the, what, what do I mean by that? Mastering the medicines for woman is, is I feel is one of the most important critical factors of you understanding who you are as woman on, on the earth today. And it's a little, we, we nudged on it a little bit earlier on Cray when we said, medicines for me and how it was it was shown to me through a plant medicine ceremony actually yes. was the medicine of Pachamama the medicine of the plants showed me that inside of us we have sun medicines and moon medicines and the sun medicines I call those our Facebook medicines <laughs> they're the medicines that we want the world to know that we carry they're our medicine yeah. love and joy and compassion creativity kindness and generosity and we all carry those medicines inside, but we also have the moon medicines and the moon medicines, just like, and how the plant medicine showed, shared this with me. It was like, just like you would never see the moon without the sun, right? Mm-hmm. Cause we only see the moon when she's illuminated by the sun. Mm-hmm. We have to shine some light on our moon medicines, just like the sun has to shine its light on the moon so we can see. And our work, I I feel that all of us here in our humanity, but for especially women, is to stop the judgments of our moon medicines. We all carry the medicines of anger, frustration, jealousy, competition, rage, um, um, intolerance, impatience, um, all of those things are inside us. And just like the sun medicines, they are a part of us, but they are not who we are. They're not, they're not on a soul level. We came here. This is, this is my, 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 what I've been shown in in all of the different um, medicine ceremonies and journeys that I've taken is back to what we, we said at the beginning, Cray, which Mm -hmm. we are soul first and foremost. And then we're here to have this experience this human experience And because this is a benevolent universe, Mm -hmm. God, spirit, the universe, she pours into us the medicines that we are going to need Mm -hmm. in this lifetime. Mm -hmm. And we need them because if we need them, the medicines that we need, because we're going to bump up against the same triggers Mm -hmm. that we've had in all the lifetimes that we've had, because we're here to transcend our medicines. So the first pillar is to master your medicines without judgment and to transcend those moon medicines with love and compassion, mm-hmm. not with judgment, not with you know feeling bad, and, mm-hmm. and definitely not feeling shame. We all carry some shame, some shame story inside of us. Mm-hmm. And uh, mastering your medicines has been able to in, in Rise As She and some of the programs that you know that I offer is allowing women a safe space. To tell what she feels is a story of shame so she can get free. Because once we share those stories, we realize, oh my gosh, Every woman in this circle has got her version of my story. So it's very powerful. We're here to transcend, transmute all of these moon medicines with love and compassion. So first step, first pillar Can is Can I just
0: say something about that? Yeah, Sorry to interrupt, but I want to say something about that expressing those emotions from shame and transmuting them to love. I felt that during the pandemic, I had oh, those shadows came up to me and you specifically said honor your moon medicine honor your moon medicines they're there for a reason and ever since that day when you said that honor your movements every time i express myself through instagram it's kind of like my journal in a way where i i expressed a shift that i've had a, a, a profound shift i value those shame that i experienced from the past and like you said transmuted to love i rewire and just change the narrative from feeling of low or victim from that situation to something that would uplift me in a different aspect of life where I would take the lesson from that situation. And I took that from that pillar that you just explained.
1: (laughs) Oh, I mean, you know, for all your listeners here, I mean, what a beautiful example of of that, of that, that first pillar of the the medicines. And we are so powerful. We are co-creators with the universe. And women, we're magnificent, you know. All all our species of, you know, our humanity and all all life forces is, is is magnificent, mm-hmm. and the, it just and I hear that over and over and over again. It's it's almost like I feel part of my role is is like um like an auntie to you know like like yeah. an auntie or a mama bear to people. You know, of, of saying. If you're looking for permission, I'll give you permission. You don't need it, but sometimes we feel that we do. And it's just hearing the words. It's like, I'm giving you permission to tell your story, to look at these parts. And I am going to, and here's the the, the beautiful, the paradox of it all is, the more you tell me of who you think you are, the more you tell me what you've been carrying, the shame stories, the pain stories, the, the identity you just spoke about. I thought I was this. And those people had yeah. me feel that this was who I was, and we, we stack these identities of who we think we are. Mm-hmm. We meet somebody somewhere because the universe has us meet the right person at the right time. And if right. we're courageous enough, like you were, Cray, <laughs> to come into rise of and shine, go. I am coming into this, and I'm gonna. I've got, I'm gonna listen. Um, and you heard those words of, there is nothing, nothing to be ashamed about all of our experiences like you just said I call I call that pivot pivoting yeah that's the
0: word pivot right
1: and it's like I am because what and that pivot is free will you know as we know it's that our creator gave us the most majestic medicine of all which was Mm -hmm. free will I Mm -hmm. have got a choice in this moment do I choose this do I choose that And I know this might sound, um, it might sound um, like, oh, some of our listeners, some of your listeners might be saying, well, it's okay for you, you know, you've been doing this a long time, or it's okay Mm. for you because or whatever, where I'm at right now. But here's, here's what I want to say to every one of us, wherever any one of us is in life right now, that pivot, even if it's a teeny tiny pivot, where we don't go down the rabbit hole, for three days we might only go down the rabbit hole for two and a half days Mm -hmm. that's a pivot you know it's that we we get to forget the to celebrate the small little wins that we have because we're so you know we're so programmed deeply programmed to look for the big headline news and the big win and we are we are getting wins and i mean in my accent i'm saying w-i-n-s your wins (laughs) but your wins are your wings of who you are, right? Your wings, yeah. are your wings. Oh my
0: gosh! Celebrate them. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. I'm going to have to coach
1: you on that one. You can. I'm right here. <laughs> so your wings, even though they're small, so so that mastering your medicines is the is the first, and, and I'll go through the, the next four a little bit more more promptly. Um, so mastering your medicines is key, and the reason that it's number one is without mastering our medicines. I honestly believe that we're only we're shortchanging ourselves in our life. You know, it, because if we keep chasing joy, love, peace, and we want all the good stuff, and we're not taking any time to look at the moon medicines that we're carrying, we'll only have a portion of the freedom that we came here to have. We'll only have a portion okay. of the love that we came here to experience. Right. We'll only have a portion of the joy of the thriving life that we came here for. And I I absolutely know that. And there's, you know, there's far better prophets that have walked on this earth that have spoken about that, have written about that, you know, in such in such powerful ways. The second pillar. So once we start to begin to look at mastering our medicines and taking a look inside there, the second one would be how then can we connect to the unseen realms? Which is if we connect into the unseen realms. And the reason why this one's important is. It helps us with our mass, our medicines, so it's like the five pillars stack on top of each other almost. So once we've started to look at without shame and without judgment, some of our moon medicines and even our sun medicines, we begin to question, where did these come from? Mm-hmm. You know, where did, so we start to, to that's it, we start to look in our history. Yeah. Like, did, did I get this from my mom, my dad, my grandmother? Oh, where did it, these come yeah. from? So in that, in that internal inquiry about our medicines, we start to look around and start to do that deeper inquiry of where did these come from? Right. And am I, you know, oh, I'm just, and we hear ourselves say, I'm just like my mum. Or, oh, I got this from my dad. Um, and there's some truth in that for sure and they also got some of that from their grandparents sorry from their parents which are which are our grandparents and then it so it goes on and then here we are now opening the door beyond the veil of our own existence of our own life force here and we start lifting the veil to to start to consider our ancestors Mm -hmm. and and again there's so much now that is coming um into you know research and and wisdom that is coming onto the planet now mm-hmm. in, in twofold one is our indigenous um sisters and brothers on this earth mm-hmm. who kept some of the most um um powerful um um I think in my words right now i don't want to say this truths i'll say it that way some of the most powerful truths about the truth of the interconnectedness of what this world really is, we had we had you know, for the last twelve thousand years, we've had the patriarchy kind of ruling the you know ruling the roost. and in that patriarchy came a very strong component a component of religion, which really was a huge part of that on control. And to your listeners, I'm not I am I am not against any religious practice Mm -hmm. in in any shape or form from the core and pure part of it, because the core Mm -hmm. and the pure parts of every religion, we're all saying the same thing, which is, you know, there is something greater than I. And, you know, I want to love my brothers and sisters on this earth. Like I love myself Mm -hmm. to care for life. Right. So Mm -hmm. we're all saying a version of that, but in order, you know, the control in the patriarchal that came the patriarchal systems, that started to come through more and more. Th- those got a little darker and a little bit more edgy. And the 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 wisdom keepers of of holding the what I, I believe they hold, they've been holding truths on this planet. They went underground be- because they didn't want to buy into a particular re- religion. They wanted to keep their own faith and their own mm-hmm. beliefs about this world yeah. and their own truths. So th- that was so it was it was kind of buried for a long long time on this right. earth. And only in these last five, five, six years, this last decade, but certainly in the last five or six years, shamanism in particular, or shamanic practices, I should say, sh- shamanic practices and indigenous wisdoms have bubbled back up to the earth yeah. again, because it's now safe again on this earth to receive those deeper wisdoms. So, so indigenous tribes and nations from all around our globe, mm-hmm. and now for the first time feeling safe enough that mm-hmm. they can bring their traditions and their stories. Um, and they're not, they're not just, you know, we think that they're myths, and we think that they're myths and legends, and we yeah. can believe that if we like, but in every myth and legend, in any story that we tell, there is an element of truth somewhere. Mm-hmm. And storytelling is one of the most powerful ways of educating and before we knew something called schools or an education system stories were our education system our elders would share through story and would teach the the grandchildren about the 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 ways of the world right. the ways of the tribe um and then that has got less and less over you know over the last yeah. few hundred years so our our wisdom keepers are indigenous peoples Feel safe enough to share their wisdom mm-hmm. now, and then the second one is is the research that's been happening, and and, and you know, we 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 are as, as human species, um, we are we live in our five senses. I'll only believe it if I can see it, smell it, taste yeah. it, touch it, or hear it. Right, so um, so research is very powerful, and the research that is now coming through very powerfully, um, which is the the power of intergenerational trauma mm-hmm. through genealogy. So when we can say, oh, things going back to why the second pillar is important of un- the oh, no. unseen realms, mm-hmm. where we can say, oh, I think I've got my mum's nose or my dad's mm-hmm. eyes, and we can say something around our physiology, yeah. we also have a gene pool that has got trauma in that gene pool. And what they're un- what we're understanding now more and more about how trauma works and stays like um, solidified in our gene pool, in our energetic gene pool, and also in our physiology, we are realizing now through research that, wow, the, the our ancestral trauma is actually moving through the generations. So if we imagine, Cray, for every one of us, um, whatever our faith is, what our, whatever our religion is, and whatever our cultural, um, our, our, our culture is, we have been at war somewhere on this planet at any given time. At any given time, our countries, our our parents, grandparents, great-grandparents in every country on this earth has, has suffered immense poverty, pain, and dark years. Mm-hmm. All of that has been passed down through our generational, intergenerational pool, through our ancestral. That, and that gene pool. So we 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 have been often misunder mis it has been misunderstood of why a child could come into the world and be terrified of a noise or terrified of being held in a certain way or being terrified of a smell. It's because those intergenerational trauma cells have definitely been pulled down through. So it's uh, it's it's exciting times. It's powerful times. It's exciting times that we're really getting to know. What what it truly means to in intergenerational trauma, genealogy, and the, the the truth of behind the unseen realms. And I'll wrap this up. And um, in the unseen realms is part of that is we, the shamanic journey that you spoke of so powerfully. The sh- a shamanic journey where we journey, and we I do it in a in, in a traditional and modern way, which is through breath work, then at the traditional drum, and through music and being able to open. And call forth our ancestors for guidance and the ancestors to come with messages and guidance and also to let you know that they're okay. And that is one of the most powerful moments sometimes in somebody's experience of a shamanic journey when they're visited by a loved one, when that loved one says, I'm okay, I'm I'm, I'm okay, I'm, I'm happy, I love you. And what it does is it releases some of the pain and anguish that we carry in our human heart, that we can we can see that and feel that and hear that. So we get to free ourselves up from feeling bad. I didn't see them in the last days. I should have gone round. I should have done more. that anguish that we carry in, in our in our energetic field. It's released. It can be released. And to release that level of pain or some trauma or some story that we've been carrying about uh, around about the loved ones that have passed, we can let it go. And that's why they appear to us. So because they are helping us, you, me, free ourselves up from some of that um, suffering when it's not necessary because they are in a beautiful, beautiful place. Third pillar is feminine wisdom. And that is for every woman to know that, that, The waters of her body, the womb and her uterus, just her own physiology, she has a wisdom, this, what we've called, you know, a sixth sense or the woman's intuition. That wisdom is real, also comes from an ancestral line, but also comes from the cosmos itself. And that, as women, we know in our physiology, the body knows how to carry life and therefore by very definition, we know how to care for life. And it doesn't mean that we have to have children to tap into that incredible depth of a reservoir of wisdom Actually, on the contrary, you are birthing. You're birthing ideas. You birthing this platform, cray with a podcast. It was your birthing process. You know, so birthing doesn't just mean birthing another human being. Birthing means birthing what you came here to say. Birthing what you came here to do. Birthing what you came here to be. That is the birthing process. That is your feminine wisdom, right there. And you know it. You 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 are a walking embodiment of that. Just by being in a woman's body, it's such a an incredible time to be alive on this earth right now and then the other two the other pillar is is the sisterhood and in the, the the fourth pillar is sisterhood and in sisterhood to start to trust our sisters, to love them, to trust them, that we are the cheerleaders for each other. We have done so much damage to the sisterhood. We've all gossiped. We've all fell out with, with, with friends because we wanted to fit in. We wanted to be with the cool girls. We wanted to be in with this. We couldn't you know, find our voice or our confidence at, at that moment. So we said bad things about somebody that you know, wasn't very nice while we were trying to find ourselves and trying to find our voice the sisterhood and the repairing of the sisterhood is we have been brought on this earth as women. Part of the reason we brought on this earth, I I passionate believe in is to reweave the sisterhood, to trust women and trust ourselves with women to be, you know, instead of competing against each other, standing another sister on your shoulders and saying, girl, I've got you, I've got your back, I've got you, I believe in you, I, you know, I'm your sacred mirror, don't let you, don't, you know, sell yourself short, you know, I am I am here for you, I'm right here. And that, we need much more of that on this planet, we, re, we need that as an elixir of life, going, I love women, she's beautiful because she's that shape, she's beautiful because she's that colour, she's beautiful because she has that. That, you know, gift, and she has that medicine, and just love everybody for what we bring, the, the the uniqueness, and begin for God's sake to embrace differences. That is the that's one of the fundamental rules throughout our sisterhood. Can we embrace differences instead of shutting somebody down for being different than we are? We we shut ourselves off from the richness of such a tapestry. It's like if I don't embrace my sisters who have different experiences of life than I do, different colors of skin than I do. I you know I don't know what it what it is to be a sister in a brown skin. I don't know what it what it takes to be a sister in a black skin. I'm a white woman, but tell me what it feels like. Tell me how difficult it's been in the Black Lives Matter that had this massive upsurge last year, which is so needed. It's like tell me, and then let me go and do my work, so I know what it feels like as best as I can being in a white skin to what it feels like for our sisters on this planet and our brothers on this planet like that so stop cutting each other down because we are different and build each other up because we are different because I the richness I shut myself off from knowing about a a religion that I didn't even know about or a faith I don't know anything about or you know tell me about your experiences because I don't know so please enter my life, make it richer by me hearing and listening to your stories. Yeah. That's the fourth. And then the final one is, and the ultimate one is the fifth pillar of, of, of the, of the rises she and she's weaved all the way through is to find your voice. If we don't help women each other through the sisterhood, through the, you know, the feminine wisdom that we carry, if we don't speak up those intuition, intuitive moments and speak them out, they stay inside. If we don't help to, you know, the sisterhood and build another sister up and tell her she's beautiful, tell us she's amazing. If we don't find our voice for that, then we're doing ourselves a disservice. And if we don't tell ourselves how amazing we are, then we're doing the ultimate disservice to the soul journey that we're on on this earth. So, to me, finding woman, finding our voice and that journey for woman to find a voice is messy. Yeah. It's, it's it's blood, sweat, and tears. We're not pithy. We don't say our words clear enough. The masculine male can be in a room and say, get to the point. And, but we, it's get to the point. It's taken me 12,000 years of my ancestral history, history, to get to this point right here, right now, okay. to say to you, oh, my God, I have a voice. I'm allowed to speak. I have yes. permission. I have, you know, I, oh my God, thank you for asking me that I have a voice. What do I think? Let me tell you what I think. I need, give me a platform so I can speak. And your podcast, Cray, is a, is a platform For you as woman to speak and you to to find other speakers, other people and make your podcast rich and the tapestry of every single speaker you have, they are, you are giving them a platform to tell their story, to be heard in this world, to be valued, to be seen, to be respected. We don't have to all agree, but my God, we need to be respected for the differences that we are. So, So that core piece of helping woman find her voice, so she can find the medicines. Don't be, don't let your, don't be shut down by your moon medicines. Love your moon medicines. Speak about them. Find your voice about them. Because those moon medicines, that pain that you've had, is your wisdom, is your feminine intuitive, mm. intuitive wisdom. You'll find your purpose. You'll find your passion, and you'll find your life that is so vibrant and alive when you find your voice.
0: Ah, oh, wow. Like you just did all of those things that really needed to be heard by so many women out there. I'm so full right now by just you explaining all those five pillars. I'm like, when you said the sisterhood right there, I feel like it. And when you said we are, it took me a while. It took me a while to bring this voice. Took me 29 years to speak my truth. Yeah. to talk to you, to share this journey, to be courageous enough to speak my truth. And you're so right. Connect with my past. Connect with my the unseen realm. That's what I've been doing. And the reason why I wanted to share this to so many people is for them to harness this voice. Mm-hmm. This voice, the freedom, like you said, to honor the moon medicine and honor our sun medicine, both equally are so honorable and vital for us to feel this sense of freedom. Absolutely beautiful when you said a sisterhood. We need to empower each other for them to speak up, that they know they have the right to speak, yes. that they, it's okay to speak up, yes. that it is okay. You're heard, we're here for you. And we're absolutely together in, in this world where it's programmed in so many ways that it's so harsh enough to, uh, like I can't comprehend in the beginning where, I felt so shunned growing up. So now that I'm fully embodying this authentic self, and I'm living with your, I'm living, I'm living through your five pillar sense, and that's why I want to say that that you just enriched my soul when you just spoke all of those. I just want you to give that full advice to women, younger generation, how and what is to come full circle with this five pillars in a way where they could step into it without feeling it's so messy. It's like they're afraid or still fear. Of course, there's going to be fear to step into that part of your salvages and painful, which is uncomfortable. And sometimes it's hard to grasp that uncomfortability comes with growth. So how can you give that advice to someone who is seeking as well, who is still finding themselves, but can't, don't know where to start in a manner where it's easy, a little bit easy for them to dive deeper into that, finding their voice and their most authentic self. Mm.
1: It's a great question, Cray. I would, I'd say this, who do you respect? that's the question I'd ask them is that who do you respect and admire and why? And you'll start to find the, you'll start to find your own medicines that way as well. So if I ask that question to um, a lot of our sisters in Rise, is she like who do you respect? It could be anything from Mayo Angelou, it could be um, Oprah, it could be a Mother Teresa figure, right. and, and for, it could be a Coco Chanel, you know. <laughs> um, it could be um, it, it could be be um, Amelia Earhart. Some uh, Earhart, sorry somebody somebody said just to me recently who was the woman that was the first woman to fly over the 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 um, the channel, I think it was, or the Atlantic Ocean, the Atlantic mm. Ocean. So, and here's why, that we, we come across our women in history or our women right now. The other one would be Beyonce, you know, she's, yeah. or, she's or it's like, what music do you like? So mm. make it easy. You don't have to, because sometimes when we talk about ancestors and unseen realms, it, it can sometimes put off our younger generation mm-hmm. from thinking, oh, I don't know anything about that. I, I'm yeah. not going to go anywhere near that. So it it can be a barrier. Lift the barrier. And he, mm-hmm. here here's another way of saying unseen realms. If you've ever wished for something when you blew out a candle, mm-hmm. that's you actually practicing the unseen realms right? Because you're wishing for something, you're asking for something, you're asking the universe. It's magic, you know, as a little girl. So every time you blew out a candle on a birthday cake, you are practicing, (laughs) you know, speaking to the invisible, you know, universe that we have here. So, so look at the women around you that you admire, and then ask yourself why, what qualities do you see in these other women? Um, You know, what is it about their story that resonates with you so much? You know, is it because you know the obviously the most one of the most famous ones with with Oprah. You know, we all know Oprah's story. You know, yeah. she had a, you know an incredible humble start in life and a, and a huge child of, 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 of deep adversity that she had to face mm. to get to where she she was. And still, it continued even when she was on TV. She had her own shows. She was still fighting um, and and the, the the situation because she was a woman, a black woman on t- on television. So, and probably still is to this day, is, you know, she'll have a, 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 the people who criticize her. So if if somebody like Oprah or Beyonce or Alicia Keys or somebody, you you really, they're inspiring to you, ask yourself the question why. And then write down what are those qualities I love. So with Oprah, like her courage, her resilience, her inner strength, she kept going, you know, regardless of, um, she cares, she has a big heart, she's so generous She's a good, great listener. She she was breaking through inner glass ceilings and still went anyway. So so write those down because the, the, those um, write that down. You know, write the, that list down. And here's the thing at the end: take her name off the list. Take Oprah's name off, or Alicia Keys, or Beyoncé. I'm just using these three same women's names, or whoever it is for you. Take her name off the list mm-hmm. and circle what you know that is inside of you. Mm-hmm. And if you don't circle a hundred percent of that list, here's, you know, you've done yourself a disservice and here's why you might not believe yet that no. you carry those medicines inside. Here's how sacred mirroring works. Mm-hmm. Sacred mirror is whatever I see in another that is inside of you seeks itself. It sees itself. So whatever you see inside another that, so if I see courage in you, Kray, it's because courage, it's the courage inside of me that's looking through my eyes that's recognizing itself in your courage, right? So, that, so, so that's that's one thing I'd do. The second one is get a great group of women around you, of soul sisters around you. Yeah. Don't be scared of letting the bitchy ones, the gossipy ones that want, if you have got friends, so-called friends in your life that aren't a stand for you, in any in, in any shape or form, let them go. They, they they let them go. We've all and we've all done it. We've I I used I started smoking to be with the cool girls on the back of the school bus, right? I started yeah. smoking because I wanted to fit in. So I, I get of why we do that until yeah. there's a point when we've got to drop that and just say these women, these girlfriends aren't serving me anymore.
0: Right. And the
1: sooner do that and and you know if they're not a stand for you, then let them go and get the great women around you and great sisters around you. And, and, and here's the thing, quantity versus quality, it's not how many girlfriends you have in your life. It's not the number, it's the quality. So if you've got one great girlfriend, then you are richer than a lot of women on this earth. If you have two or three, oh my God, you're completely abundant, yeah. right?
0: Yeah.
1: So th- those would be the two places that I would, I would certainly start with our younger generation. Look at why you love the women that you love and you respect and, and are inspired by. Mm-hmm. And that's that's a journey for yourself. And of course, you know, I'm sure we'll talk about it. and coming to Rise of Sheep, our doors are always open. Yeah. Come and be with some women that have, that will want nothing more than to support you, that want a cheerlead for you, that will share their own stories that you will feel, oh my God, I'm not the only one that's carrying yeah. this story around. You get to hear other women sharing very honestly, as you know, Cray. very, very honestly, very authentically. They're real, sometimes very raw. And that sharing of storytelling of where they are in that moment and even more powerfully, how they are working their way through it. Yeah. Come to Rise It She because there's a tribe of sisters immediately that would love the bones of you, all of who you are.
0: Absolutely. It's a safe container. I, I felt really heard in Rise It's That's why I am sharing it to everyone. And it's such a beautiful space for everyone to be just be. No judgment, no society standard. And everyone's really honest and everyone's supporting each other. They're holding each other's hand that it's okay. You can lift off your veil. It's okay. You're seen here. We're all in this together. We're all growing. We're all finding each other's voice and we're all trying to get to know each other. So we're all in this journey together. And that's why I loved how you built this sisterhood, Sam. Like, I really appreciate it. Do you have any advice for one thing from your 21-year-old self, what would it be?
1: <laughs> <laughs> trust yourself. I'd say trust yourself. Mm-hmm. And the flip side of that is don't stop doing the things that you want to do in fear of what somebody else, of somebody else's opinion of you. Yeah,
0: um,
1: that—that's what I was. And I—I I did that, done that many times, um, but it wasn't easy at times. I had to push through a lot of that. The my moon medicine of uh, of caring too much of what people uh, thought of me, um, and. Which and I, I got confused about my direction in life because I allowed other people to tell me the direction of my own life. Mm. And so I would say to my twenty-one-year-old self, you knew inside, you knew inside the direction you wanted to go in. Um, you knew in your heart of hearts, you knew in your body the truth, and you went against yourself many times. So I would go back to that 21-year-old with that that trust yourself and don't mind what other people think, don't let them get in the way. Let them have their thought process, but don't take anybody else's thought process on um, and tell you what to do, how to live your life, how to, what, what to wear, what to say, what not to say. Um, really, really, and choose the wisdom keepers. I'd say to that 21-year-old, um, don't wait until you are in your late 30s to find the right group of sisters around you.
0: Yes, I honestly believe in that, like I went through different relationship, friendship, mostly, I felt betrayed at some point and I didn't realize I was allowing that to happen because I was afraid to lose these people, and you were absolutely right from the quality over quantity, because nowadays, my friends, I, I mentioned this to you throughout this whole healing process, I lost some of them. And without them, I'm even better. I've I the people who are here are meant to be here with me and I value them most because we all have the same minds that we're all connecting with each other with our same values and 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 I can be myself with them without feeling judged and we don't talk about any negative I mean gossiping you know and like it's just it's just all about what are your next goals how are we gonna you know move through this situation that we're going through things Mm -hmm. like that so it's it's great and and I feel heard like you said finding a soul tribe absolutely true and that's so important it's hard to trust people you're it's hard to trust ourselves already what more would the people you relate with Right. So it's, it's great. It's, it's such a great advice. And I appreciate you for being here today. Is there any event that's coming up for you or for anybody who wants to join Rise As She, how can they access in this group or from your website? Other than that, I'm going to be putting on the description, please <laughs> let us know so people could get to connect with us. I'm, I'm there guys.
1: Two, I have two beautiful, beautiful gifts for, for, for our, our, um, our community or community that our listeners here. the first gift gift is if there is anything that I've said today that you feel you would like to experience a shamanic journey with a practitioner of with you know over two decades experience of a shamanic practitioner meaning you can lean into me you can trust me you know to take you through this this journey in a in a potentially very powerful way so and this is something that Craig doesn't even know but so I'd like to offer any one of them as a gift, as my as my guest, um, to our our next shamanic journey, which is the last Thursday of this month. And I don't. Oh my God oh wow Santa! such a beautiful gift so it's thursday the 25th of march thursday's 25th of march 6 p.m to 7 sorry 6 p.m till 8 p.m uh pacific time and if you want to come and experience that come as my guest in order to do that the email that they would need to email and say i was on craze podcast i've heard this through craze podcast um they it's info at sandsimes.com. So if oh you, my God. in the bio. And then the second invitation that we have for you all is the um is because of again your through your community cray is to give a 50% off the first month of Rise of Sheep. So and if the and it's $44 a month. So we would offer you to to your listeners for $22 a month. Wow. And in that month cycle you they would get the three live events so they would experience the whatever we're going through the aspect of self and at the moment it's abundant self which i highly recommend get come on in while we're doing (laughs) abundant self who doesn't need more abundance in their life Mm -hmm. so uh, abundant self um so they would travel with with that and then they would have a, a live q a so they'd get an opportunity to sit with me and ask questions if they have any challenges in their life that i could help them with so we'd love that um, and then they would get a second shamanic journey because they would have the, the cycle of a month of a yeah. full, you know, 28 days, 30 days as, as a as a 50% uh, off for $22. And if that's the case, then they, we've got a code for that, which is, which is Cray, all capital letters, 5050.
0: Oh, Sarah, that in your, thank you so much.
1: In your bio. Yeah
0: thank you so oh, oh no
1: woman left behind this is yeah. this is one of our mantras in 2021 no woman no left woman
0: behind. left behind yes want
1: to bring them all in and even if you only stay with us for a short time it doesn't matter but come on in just just coming into this community even if it's you know just for a month or even if it's just for this shamanic journey yes. come and let them experience it It'd be very 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 Very, very grateful to see. Very honoured to have them with us. Code is cray. So if they if they signed up, it would be cray, which in capitals K H R E Y. Of course, capital letters five zero cray fifty. That's to sign up for the uh, fifty percent of the membership, which would have them come in at twenty two dollars instead of forty four. And if they wanted to come into the shamanic journey on the date that twenty fifth, yes, date Thursday then they need to email info at sand, like sand on the beach, sandsymes, S-Y-M-E-S dot com. So yes. come and get a free shamanic journey with us as our guests. We'd love to have
0: Thank you, Sand. Wow. Thank you so much. I'm so happy. And yes, and your Instagram handle is at signs. correct? yes a n d s y m e s because i know your other instagram was hack which is at rise as she twice
1: twice? (laughs) there's some gods out there that don't want women to have their voice out there but um, but at some signs and if on the instagram it's you know it would be great if they followed me because we put out we're doing a a co-creation we're doing a master class co-creation totally free of charge so if any sister wants to know the how to really truly speak the language of the universe in, in terms of manifestation and abundance, please, please, please come along to that class. Yeah. Um, and you'll find all the details on our Instagram account. So
0: yeah Yay. thank you so much then I'm so happy and thank you so much for putting that code for everyone else to join wow
1: thank you so much I really appreciate you for being here today thank you so much Cray it's been a it's been a joy and lovely seeing you and and, and all the manifestations that you're living in your life and to all, all the listeners thank you so much for giving me this time and this privilege to speak to you today really honored thank you
0: Well, everybody, this episode is everything and I appreciate you for staying and keeping it until the end. So I appreciate you and I hope to see you on Shamanic Journey in the next few weeks. And it's going to be on the 25th, Thursday, 6 to 8 p.m. So whatever you took away or whatever resonates with you in this episode, email Email community at sans.com or info at sans So also, SAN offered you a 50% off of your first month if you join the Rise as she sisterhood circle. And you will you can use my code which is Cray K-H-R-E-Y-50 on your checkout every social media handle is gonna be on the description below oh my gosh guys i would love to hear from you whatever you took away from this episode is such a, a huge wisdom It's like a gag of wisdom out in this episode. So thank you so much. And I hope to see you on the next episode. Would love to see you on the shamanic journey. And I would love to connect with you guys. So tag me when you're tuning in. And also follow Sense Symes on her Instagram to connect with her more and get to know her. Thank you so much. Gratefully. Cray.